You're listening to Japan Baseball Weekly. News, interviews, analysis, and hot takes about all 12 NPB teams. Hosted by Jim Allen and John E. Gibson. Hi, and welcome to the Japan Baseball Weekly Podcast. It's for the week of March 21st. I'm John Gibson, and with me on a Thursday night, whew, is my man Jim Allen. How you doing, bud? Thursday night. Thursday is like a world record for us. Look at put, put us in the Guinness Book of Records, earliest recorded podcast. Yeah, I think they're going to call us right after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a Guinness, baby, and forget the records. Uh, yeah, you know, I know, I know they're listeners to the show <laughs> because they we always get a retweet. <laughs> um, probably not, probably not. But um, how you doing, man? I'm I'm okay, except for these this hay fever stuff. I'm okay. <laughs> okay, well, hang in there. I got my meds. Uh, I had a nice uh, birthday dinner tonight. The wife and a bunch of her friends. Uh, well, I have a I have a share birthday with one of my wife's friends, so it was a kind of a, it was really a cool gig. Well, yeah, happy birthday! I sent Jim a message early, early this morning, and about oh. noon, <laughs> noon, I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> is this guy awake yet? Did he, did he I, celebrate his birthday before his birthday, and he's still hungover? What's going on here? So I sent him another oh. message, and he finally answered. Yeah, well, I was, you know, I got up, I ate. And the wife and I went for a walk, and then I came back, and I and then I saw the message. I was I don't look at my phone while I'm walking, unlike you know spouses. Hashtag <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so so uh, I didn't see it, and uh, no, but thank you for the the kind uh, birthday wishes. Appreciate it. All right. Well, so, happy birthday. Yeah. 62, right. baby. Mm, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm following. I'm following from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> Good for distance. you. Keep your distance. All right. On this week's show, we've got Jason Koskri of the Japan Times and Michael Westbay of JapaneseBaseball.com to help us take a look at the Central League in the Central League prediction special. So let's start swinging. Clearing the bases. <laughs> All right, so Seiya Suzuki of the Hiroshima Carp, or formerly of the Hiroshima Carp, uh, it seemed like he was headed to the Padres. I saw tweets, I retweeted them, but then woke up this morning on Thursday and he was meeting with the Cubs and we learned that he decided that he was going to choose the Chicago Cubs and play with them for the next, what was it, five years and an $85 million contract. So congratulations to him. And thank you for being so accommodating and signing on recording day. So that's uh, <laughs> very helpful for us. I'm sure you had JBW in mind. <laughs> well, I like I like the fact that uh, David Ross, uh, the, the Cubs manager, was per- perfectly in tune with Seiya Suzuki's uh, vibe, which was, it's a great rumor. <laughs> i'm glad that we're at the top of the rumor mill the rumor mill well <laughs> but uh, uh but at least people are saying that you know different people are confirming that it actually happened mm-hmm. because most of these things were oh he took a picture with you darvish he must be headed to the padres oh he <laughs> said he said uh yeah uh when Koji Uehara said, you're going to the Red Sox, aren't you? Oh, so he's a front, the Red Sox are the front runner. You know, that was the meat on most of those buttons. Mm, yeah. So yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty sparse. A lot of grinding in that rumor mill, but uh, 
Yeah, it's done now. It looks like, and I'm 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 happy with him. Yeah, I'm happy with him there. I'm not sure defensively in that wind. It's going to be tricky there in Chicago, but uh, and it's also going to be a challenge sometimes when the wind is blowing out for him. But I don't know. I, yeah, I'm going to keep my expectations for him kind of low. I uh, wish him good luck, but um, you know he 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 gets the second highest contract for a Japanese player since Maku Masahiro Tanaka. And um, I'm, I'm not really sure that he's worth all that, but we'll see. I, I'd like to see him do well. I think he might be. I mean, I, you know, I, the, the ceiling on a couple of the recent position player contracts was a little high. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bidding, you know, but that's what the market was. That's what people were willing to pay. So that's where they ended up. And I'm guessing that the 85 million is a, is a, is a represent, represents what the market for Seiya Suzuki was. I don't think the Cubs were. You know, he went to the Cubs because they were offering 85 and the San Francisco Giants were ordering, you know, offering 40. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I don't think it's something like, you know, it's way out in right field. Arr, arr. Uh, and I think uh, Shogo Akiyama said something interesting, which, uh, of course, uh, he was on track. Uh, I want to say I say it's interesting because it tracks with what I've been saying. He said, I think he's going to make a fairly quick adjustment. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is that he's very good. Uh, he seems to be one of these people who's just really good at separating work from life. Mm. You know, on and off is very clearly defined for him. And I have other reasons which uh, for which I think he'll be able to make better transitions than most. But uh, yeah, I was uh, so uh, Akiyama and I were thinking about that. So yeah, it was good news. I'm glad for him and. Uh, Wish him well. It'll be okay. good to see him go go to a park that helps him hit more home runs instead of one that hurts him where he's been. Yeah, we'll talk about how you calculate all that stuff because I'm not buying it. But anyway, we'll get to we'll get to that one day in the future. <laughs> I like you know I don't get to see you anymore. We don't do video very often, so to get to see you make these faces and do these gyrations and the, the neck twists and all these things when I make these statements, this is really fun. <laughs> But but we have to save that for another time. At this time, I'd like to bring in our guest, Jason Koskri from the Japan Times, our friend, our buddy, our colleague. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy and hectic life, not just schedule, but life to sit down and talk baseball with us. Thanks for having me again. Um, like you battling through hay fever. So. <laughs> I wonder why they call it hay fever is because every time you sneeze, you're like, hey, I don't need this anymore. And uh, also joining us is for the first time in a very long time is Michael Westbay of JapaneseBaseball.com and the man behind JBW's uh, being posted each or uploaded to the Internet each week. Thank you very much, Michael, for working so hard for us and then taking the time to do the show this time. Thank you for having me. All right. So. In the Central League, we got a couple of notes from last week's show from listeners. And a listener, Jenny, said, really great episode. And I'm happy that my own predictions are pretty much in line with you all. Looking forward to the Central League, which is more emotionally the league that I'm invested in. So we got that. And then from Pete, a longtime listener, he had this to say about the PL prediction special last week. He said, nice Pacific League show. Then he talked about the childhood version of Lotte Catcher Tamura and uh, just talked about how athletic that kid was and that his son played baseball with him and that uh, mm. Tamura like, showed him how to throw and all these kinds of stuff. So it was really good. But then Pete closed out his note by saying, looking forward to 
a bunch of the CL guys picking Hanshin first next week. So what I have to say about that is <laughs> don't let his prediction about your your predictions impact your predictions. <laughs> I'm not predicting that. <laughs> All right. So the only new skipper we have in the Central League this year is Kazuyoshi Tatsunami of the Dragons. And you know, we've expected for years to him, for him to be in charge of this team, but it really has taken a long time. And I suspect it's because he has had a reputation for uh <laughs> not having as good bat as good a bat control. <laughs> Hashtag I <laughs> as he should. <laughs> his little bat and we'll leave it at that uh, <laughs> and so as uh after he was officially named the, the manager he he started talking about facial hair and the color of the player's hair and superficial aspects that have nothing to do with player performance so i'm interested to see how that goes with all the stuff <laughs> that the dragons have been through without you know not being able to score for a long time and, uh, and then we also have the the farewell tour for Hanshin Tigers skipper Akihiro Yano, who remains in charge of this talented but title-hungry group. And I, I just look at the Tigers and I keep thinking, <laughs> one of these days, <laughs> they're going to do it. They're going to put it together and they're going to do it. And then we look at the Giants and they've got, they purchased some more names and they've got some talent. And they're also a little bit title-hungry in, in a Japanese series, so to speak, uh, in, in a Japanese series kind of sense. So uh, 10 years. <laughs> yeah. The, and 10 the, year anniversary. Yep. And then we just talked about Hiroshima Carp and the fact that Seiya Suzuki and the fact that the Carp are going to miss him because he's going to the States and the Bay Stars are just here to entertain us. So anyway, let's get to it. <laughs> let's get it started with the Swallows and that's Jim. Okay. The Yakult Swallows expected rotation is Yasuhiro Ogawa, Ryan, to his friends. Yoshinobu Okugawa, last year's rookie sensation. Uh, once uh, the lefty who once had the craziest uh, windup in Japanese baseball, Keiji Takahashi, right-hander Juri Hara, lefty Masanori Ishikawa, and apparently uh, former middle reliever Yugo Umeno, although I'm not certain how that is going to play out. Uh, they wanted him to be a starter this year, but I don't think anybody was impressed with his starting in the preseason. The key additions are A.J. Cole, uh, a pair of pitchers. A.J. Cole, a 30-year-old 1.96-meter right-hander who was a former starter with the Nationals, primarily a reliever since 2018, not big on strikeouts, adequate control, home runs could be a problem for him in Jingu. And Andrew Suarez, because we needed a guy who, who's named Suarez on the team every year. And he's a 29-year-old lefty who went 10-2 and two with a 2.1 ER, ERA last year for the LG Twins in KBO, and which was the best ERA on the team with the best ERA in the league. Mm. It wasn't the ERA leader, but uh, he missed most of 2020. I don't know the story behind that. Looks like a surgery of some short, probably a shoulder or a knee. He's been good at not allowing home runs. So that's, I'm sure something the swallows are interested in. He's not a big strikeout pitcher though. Uh, the big roster hit is the Suarez's namesake, Albert Suarez, who was uh, flipping back and forth between the starting rotation and, and the bullpen, uh, moderately effective in both, in both roles. Okay. My outlook for the swallows, uh, swallows have a lot of things to 
first of all, they had the best offense in the Central League last year. I don't expect that to change a lot. I don't expect it to get any better, uh, especially if a manager, Shingo Takatsu, plays this game of, I wonder when Norichika will back bounce back to the performance he had when he was 35. <laughs> you there, get younger. <laughs> but I suspect eventually uh, Aoki's going to find that you know, he's going to be a valuable bench player for them. The The big uh, improvement on the offense is pro- has a chance to be uh, center fielder Yasutaka Shiomi, who got regular playing time for the first time last year. He's a little, he's already in his prime, but, you know, he still has, it's still possible that he could make a couple of uh, adjustments to improve uh, his uh, his offense. And the other guy who could be significantly better on this team is uh, uh, Yoshinobu Okugawa, the the right-handed pitcher who looks like the best pitcher on the team. Now, if catcher Yuhei Nakamura puts together two straight healthy seasons for the first time since 2014 and 15, and Scott McGuff and Taichi Shiyama continue to do the job in late relief, uh, the Swallows could be the class of the league. I'm going to pick them first, and I typically don't want expect the, the the pennant winner to repeat but i think uh, they have the most things going for them in that direction this year okay so. all right uh jason um my my outlook for the swallows i was their, their run last year reminded me a lot of the last time they were here basically 2000 what 2013 2014 they had like the worst pitching staff in japan and then 2015 all of a sudden they could pitch really well and they won the pennant in 2016 to drop back down to fifth place and but 2000 the last two years they were bad in pitching and then caught fire last year won the pennant so we get to see what they're going to do this year um the thing about the swallows is um they use their bullpen a lot they 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 were i think they had 500 bullpen innings relief innings last year and only the base stars had more and the giants had 487 and a third. So they use their bullpen a lot and their bullpen is usually not that good. Although it was very good last year, they, they really performed well, but I wonder if they can do that again. It's kind of a law of averages things where they're usually not that good and they use them so much and they rely on those guys so much because I mean, Okugawa was really good last year, but he only pitched what 105 innings. Keiji Takahashi, he made a name for himself in the Japan series and he only was on the mound for a I think fewer than 80 innings last year and Ogawa was the only one that got over 120. So I wonder how these guys are going to, you know, if the workload is going to affect them, how they're going to look. Um, I do expect um, Okugawa to be a really good pitcher though, but, um, and also I think the rules are going to kind of work against them a little bit because now you're going to 12 inning games instead of, you being able to start the game knowing that I can roll out my best relievers because I've only got to go nine innings and no matter what happens in the game, they're not going past nine. Now you've got to account for those extra three innings potentially. They played a lot of tie games last year. You kind of wonder if that bullpen had had to have been stretched out a little bit more, what would have happened to some of those games. So I'm concerned about their pitching, even though they were really good last year. Um, offensively, I, I kind of echo a lot of what Jim said. I think they have a chance to be really good again offensively, which they always are. I really like Shiomi. He became one of my favorite players watching him last year. And Winnetaka Murakami is amazing. Um, actually, I'm picking him third this year just because I 
I don't really have confidence that their pitching is going to hold up as well as it did last year. If it does, then they're probably going to win the pennant again because they have the everything to do it. It's just, can they do it two years in a row? Can everything fall right for them on the mile two years in a row? All right. Sounds interesting. Michael? Uh, I also have them finishing third. And the main reasoning for me is that I recall back to when Nomura was managing them and they went great one year, bad the next, you know, mostly injuries, uh, great one year, injuries the next. And um, I think that, like Jason pointed out, the uh, only playing nine innings last year, I actually kind of think of that as preventing them from overworking their bullpen um, rather than, you know, having to go 12 innings, having to use all of the bullpen more often and for longer periods of time. So I kind of thought of that as, as a plus for the swallows more than a minus, but uh, I still think that they are going to fall and I have them landing in third. All right. Yeah, I I look at this team. It looks like it has the deepest starting pitching other than the Tigers. It it might even have some questions in the bullpen because of that 12-inning stretch that Jason was talking about. So uh, I'm wondering if it can hold up. If they they had 18 ties, uh, the Swallows did last season, and uh, that's a lot, but the Giants had 20, so they they had more. And I'm just looking at the bullpen as maybe – it just cannot hold up like it did last season, in my opinion, because probably they're going to have to use more relievers and more relievers means either more injuries or, or exposing guys who shouldn't be out there as much as <laughs> maybe you would want them to be out there. Now that they scored a bunch of runs last year, 142 home runs. They had second best in the central league. Uh, they steal their fair share of bases, but uh, to me, I always thought of, or I often thought of the Swallows as a speedier team, and that just wasn't the case. That was the Hanshin Tigers who had a bunch of steals. So um, they're still going to have to manufacture some runs. You talked about Munakami, Jason. I, I love the kid. I was all over Shiomi uh, the previous season, but he got injured and he wasn't able to show uh, what he could do. And he had that, that people were calling it a breakout season last, last year, but I'm like, well, he broke out the previous year. He was just injured. And it was just uh, a little bit muted because he didn't get the show for the whole season. So uh, I do like this team and I'm with Jim as well in terms of, I don't like to pick the uh, previous winner, um, but I'm looking around the central league and, and I just think that there's a clear top half and a, and a bottom half. And I see these guys in the top half, but I'm just not sure they're at the very top. And I do expect some negatives. I, I think the, the defense is questionable in some places, especially Norichika Aoki. Um, Murakami is developing, but uh, he's still not a great defensive player. I'm looking for him to make a jump up. And so I'm really going to watch that defense again this season. But I think the the issue is going to be the bullpen. I think the starting pitching, you didn't mention size need. He might get some starts. Kazuto Taguchi might get some some spot starts here and there. So anyway, uh, make a, a short story long uh, like I have. I think I, I'm going to pick them to finish a third, just like just like Jason and Michael. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do well and. I think we can say that for the top half of, of this of the league. I think they could finish in any order, and I think the bottom three could finish in any order. Um, so I've got them in third. All right, next up is the Giants with Jason. 
Um, expected rotation, Tomoyuki Sugano, Shosei Togo, Shun Yamaguchi. Um, they have this other kid, um, Kenshin Hota, who's been pitching in the spring and it's been looking pretty decent. He's probably going to get some run. Um, Matt Shoemaker. They have another guy, Matt Andres. Oh, Nobutaka Imamura. And the Giants have quite a few pitchers. Um, they have quite a few depths. So they could they could go in a, a lot of different ways. Um, key additions to the team. They added Gregory Gregory Polanco, who who I'm sure they're hoping is going to help the offense. They added Adam Polanco played with the Pirates in the MLB. They added Adam Walker, another outfielder, which is sort of interesting because they they took him out of indie ball, not the minor leagues. Um, he hit 33 home runs for the the Milwaukee Milkmen in the American, I think it's the American Association, one of the, the league, the Kansas City Monarchs are in now. But yeah, that's an interesting, interesting thing. And then the two mats who I mentioned as part of the pitching staff, the Giants didn't really lose anyone of particular consequence from last year. The one who played the most was Yoshiyuki Kame. Um, other than that, you had a couple of retirements. Uh, Kano Take is gone. Ryoma Nogami is gone, but they were pretty much gone before last year anyway. <laughs> yeah, the so, remnants, the remnants yeah. are gone. Yeah, <laughs> Kamezing, my man Kamezing, he's a coach now, right? Yeah, he's a coach now. So, yeah. um, as far as the uh, the outlook for the Giants, um, I like their, I like the Giants' offense. I, I, I'm a fan of Seiya Matsubara at the top of the lineup, and I do feel that Yoshihiro Maru and Hayato Sakamoto kind of had down years last year, and I expect both of those guys to be better. They might not be back to their, you know, peak, peak MVP better years, but I do think those two guys are going to be better. And um, Shonakata is a, a guy who's been very interesting to me because basically, you know, he had his issues in, in Sapporo, and the fighters really got rid of him as fast as they could. And he came to Tokyo and did absolutely nothing. But, um, He's come back this spring. He's put on some weight, which people have been worried about, but he says that that's his his best playing weight and he feels good and he's hitting home runs in the spring. Um, you have to look at obviously who he's hitting home runs off of and what, you know, maybe guys are just kind of trying to make a team and throw a pitch by him or practicing some pitches. And you never know in the spring, but in any event, he's hitting well, he's hitting home runs. He's, he's hitting like 355 or something. The last I saw. So I think he's one of the keys for them, because if he's if he's going to produce sort of like he did in, in Sapporo, then um, they're going to have a chance to be really good, especially with Kazuma Okamoto just getting better and better, looking kind of like a neck and neck with Murakami almost. So um, I think offensively, those guys have a chance to be really good this year. And they didn't have they weren't that great last year on pitching wise. They kind of got bad luck. Sugano was his condition wasn't good for most of the year. Shun Yamaguchi still had jet lag when he was pitching, and um, and Togo took a big step back, and they were expecting him to be the ace when they thought Sugano was leaving, and he didn't pitch well. Yuki Takahashi fell apart at the end of the second half of the season, or after he's broken, he got, yeah. got done breaking that record. He didn't that wasn't really a record or something like that. So, uh, you know, I think that the Giants have the pieces i think um if sugano's pitch if sugano's well they're gonna have a, at least one good spot in the rotation i think the other guys can pitch well enough i believe that yamaguchi will be back he'll bounce back you know to something closer than that he was in japan more than he was in toronto and 
or Buffalo or wherever the Blue Jays were playing when he was there and <laughs> coming back in the middle. He didn't play much in either spot, so it really <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> yeah. So um, I actually I actually have high hopes for the Giants. I think they're going to finish first. So, Pete, you're wrong about everybody picking Hanshin because I'm not picking Hanshin. Um, I think the Giants will win the pennant this year. All right. Uh, Michael? I think that the Giants have – uh, not quite put it all together for first place. Sugano still doesn't seem to have what he used to have. Before he started trying to go to the majors, Sugano was just lights out all over the place. But last season and so far in spring, what I've seen of Sugano just doesn't seem to be the Sugano, Sugano of old. So... Without him, with, I don't know, I look at the Giants lineup and I don't recognize most of them anymore, but I'm not willing to bet against the Giants. So I have the Giants in second place. Okay. Jim. Okay. I, uh, the, I think the Matt Shoemaker uh, uh, deal is good. I'm a, I'm a fan of his. He's a good guy. I talked to him a couple of times when he was with the angels and when he was here with the MLB all-stars, the show Nakato is interesting. Uh, he was absolutely horrible last year and he's been on this trajectory since he had, uh, he had four solid seasons at the beginning of his career, uh, 2011 to 2015. That's five solid seasons. And, and, since then, it's been every other year has been okay. And every other year has been terrible. <laughs> he had uh, this sort of revival season. He, he resumed his revival when Shohei Otani was gone. Who needs that jerk? And then 2020. Taking, taking all my back. good pitches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, that's right. And hitting them. And then uh, 2020, he was good again. And then uh, 2021, he was essentially telling the fighters, you know, I'm the, I'm the boss. And they didn't take that very well. So they sent him. So there's that. And uh, that's those are the, the two things that are upside. I agree with Michael about, uh, about Tomoyuki Sugano. I love Tiago Vieira, the, Vieira, their closer. I think he's he's they've done a marvelous job with a guy who didn't really know understand the concept of where home plate was before he came to Japan. And I am okay. Here my reservations about the Giants. Uh, I have a number, and they are one. I have a bunch of indicators that I use to sort of like steer me who's which teams are likely to improve. Uh, one of them is second half performance. Another is young talent. Another is talent losses, quality of the minor league teams. Another is where they finish. Teams tend to finish badly. Bad teams tend to improve and so on and so forth. And the Giants are a team that has that I see them as having basically more negatives than positives. And so I have uh, I have them finishing fourth. And I have to, the thing about the Giants is Tatsunori, I mean, if you think about Tatsunori Hara, this is a guy who really had no business managing the team this year, except he forced the team to hire him back. <laughs> I think they were, they were ready to move on. And 
you know, they did everything but lay out the red carpet to, you know, they, they were trying to do a Tory Tawny on them and say, we're going to have your, your, uh, your uh, quitting ceremony. And he's saying, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, didn't I tell you I'm staying? <laughs> hey, he preempted him. He said, I'm coming back. <laughs> I know. He said, I, I would. Yeah, I know that one day he said uh, he leaked to a, the media saying, I would be all right if the Giants offered me an extension. <laughs> this was this was about a week after they put uh, Shinosuke Abe in the dugout as the tactical coach. <laughs> so uh, he pretty much forced their hand. I, I think the Giants didn't really want him back. And I think there's reasons why they didn't want him back. I think the fiasco about Sho Nakata taking a player that and then shoving him down the team's throats. Uh, his thing about starting pitchers and and not being able to trust him. Uh, I guess the other thing, I guess a positive is is uh, Christopher uh, CC Mercedes looks has looked so good in the spring after uh, not having a good end to his season. So you know they're they're possible. I think there's every chance the Giants could finish first, but I have them fourth. I have teams I like better to finish ahead of them. All right, uh, for me this team really is an enigma. I mean it's it's a NIF team. Uh, if these new imports pop, if Sugano returns to form and is healthy, if Kazuma Okamoto stays healthy, if Show Nakata is a real show or just some off-Broadway flop, if the bullpen is actually usable and strong and holds up over 12 innings if they have to go, like I said, they're the team that had the most ties last year. So you could see them pitching in a bunch of extra inning games and losing some games if the bullpen doesn't hold up. Um, I could easily see the Giants having all these things work out for them and, and, and being a first place team. And I could also see a lot of these things going the wrong way. Um, Polanco been an awesome player uh, when he was healthy and when he was in form in the major leagues. And then I don't know what happened. He just seemed to flame out in the major leagues. Hopefully we get a chance to talk to him and talk about his career being energized and it's a great story. But there are a lot of questions on the infield. We always look at second base and we joke about second base uh, with the Giants and Hara, uh, what he's going to do there. So I think this team has enough questions that uh, I can't pick it to win the pennant. But I still think uh, there's a lot of talent there. Uh, you talked about Hota. Uh, Jason and I saw him throw the other night. Now it was against the Dragons, so it was basically going up against a minor league team. So that's that's not really <laughs> that's not really indicative of what you might expect during the regular season. But he was actually pitching out there. He just wasn't throwing. He was actually pitching, so he looked good in, in terms of the way he pitched and the way he approached it. I just don't know that he can do that to all the other teams in the Central League consistently. So, yeah, I, I look at the regular season and I think, well, uh, you know, there's a there's a deep pool from which uh, the Giants can draw talent and they'll buy enough talent. If things are not working out, they'll buy some more talent. They'll somehow figure out a way to finish in the top three. And uh, I, I just don't see everything going right for them, but I, I do see enough going right for them to finish in second place. I know what you said about Polanco, because I, I I forgot to mention it. I, I'm not really putting that much. Everything Polanco gives, I think, would be sort of extra, because for whatever reason, they don't get foreign play. The foreign players that they bring over themselves seem to just flame out for whatever reason. The guys who work, like Alex Ramirez and Zealous, are guys who are already here. 
So I do think it's good for them to have Kawata in the as the pitching coach instead of playing good cop, bad cop like they did last year. So <laughs> good point. Good point. All right. Yeah, you're up, Jim. Uh, you're up with the Tigers next. Okay, the Hanshin Tigers, my expected rotation for them is uh, Koyo Aoyagi, who was their best pitcher, their best starter last year, Masashi Ito, who's in his second year, Yuki Nishi, Joe Gunkel. Uh, mind you, most of these people are either sick or injured. <laughs> and Aaron Wilkerson, one of their new acquisitions, the key additions. Uh, don't, forget the, don't forget the F word. <laughs> The, the Shintaro Fujinami F word. Yeah, I knew who you were talking about. I'm not as dense as I look. The 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 key additions are to uh, a pair of 2021 teammates of Yoshitomo Tsutsugo, uh, Kyle Kyle Keller, who's a 28 year old 1.93 meter right-handed pitcher, pitched in 32 games for Pittsburgh last season. A big strikeout guy, doesn't walk too many hitters, but has given up a fair number of home runs. And so uh, that's him. And then the other guy is Aaron Wilkerson, I mentioned, who's 32, a right-handed starting pitcher, pitched briefly in the majors, mostly most recently in 2019 with the Brewers. Uh, he threw... However, 112 innings in AAA for the Dodgers, where he was a teammate with Sitsugo. Uh, good strikeouts, decent walks, not a crazy number of home runs. And I have to think when when the Tigers went after these guys, they went, let's come, you know, our home, our home park helps us with pitchers who give up home runs. So let's get a couple of guys who give up a bunch of home runs. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't, I, I'm harsh in that respect, but neither of these guys are are like uh, Andrew Suarez, who who really stays away from the home run. They're guys who give up uh, uh, maybe slightly more than their share. Nothing huge. The roster hits are one big one and one pretty big one. Robert Suarez, who was the Tigers' best pitcher last year, and Jerry Sands, who was their fourth most productive player. I don't know what, what the deal was with him at the end of the season, but the Tigers decided that they needed him to win a help win a pennant with the farm team. <laughs> and they succeeded. So, well, success, mission, mission accomplished. Uh, get, get your hands, get your hands down to the farm where they can be used to plant seeds. <laughs> that's right. So the Tigers played well over their heads in 20. 21 they far outperformed their expected wins and losses from the number of runs they scored and allowed i mean by by six games so they made it a close uh close in the pennant race but you you know when you see a team really out you know we talked about this a little bit i i guess i did i talked about on my blog more when you see a team that exceeds or um, fails to meet its projection by so many games. The first thing you look for is the bullpen. And Suarez was hands down the best uh, reliever in Japan last year, and he's gone. So we've got a a situation where the Tigers probably weren't as good, their record was better than it deserved to be, and one of the principal reasons for that is gone. So I see those are are both negatives. Okay. Uh, also, the loss to Jerry Sands will hurt them. Now, the Tigers farm team won the, P w the Western League pennant, which is an indicator of some uh, you know, reserve depth. They also have a very young lineup, which indicates growth potential. Now, I had or originally had them third in my predictions. 
but I'm going to pick them second, move them up because of the latent potential for a bounce back from Yuki Nishi and a more consistent season from Taro Akisato. I mean, the, the preseason's been kind of a mess up with them, with everybody being sick and hurt. But uh, I expect that those guys will get the Tigers to a record not as good as it was, but as good as it should. You know, I, I expect them to, if they play up to their ability, I think they'll finish second. Well, looky here, the guy who says that, uh, or consistently has said on this show that the, the, the last three outs aren't that really aren't really a big deal. And now you're saying that the fact that Robert uh, Suarez isn't there is, is a big hit to the roster. Hmm. Oh, I beg your pardon. Hmm. As, 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 we as usually, usual, I'm mangling as, your... No, 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 no. As we usually do, we misinterpret what the other says. So uh, All right. I don't say the last three outs. I don't... Uh, what I mean is they're not worth... You know, they're not worth eight innings of work. You know, some people will take a closer and say, well, you know, he, he pitched big innings. So, you know, he's the best pitcher. On, I, I don't, I take that pretty, that stuff pretty much with a grain of sand. I think they're very valuable. And in the case of the Tigers, where, as I said, they overshot their projection by six games, which is a huge, huge number. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, then, yeah, then the loss of Suarez will be keenly felt. That's okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm basically a, a steadfast believer in the saying: if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And I, I don't think the Tigers got that much better in any area, other than on the mound. I, I, I'm not saying that they're not going to miss Suarez, but I think they can make up for some of his production. He, you know, he did walk a lot of guys. He he often got into trouble, but he just got out of it, and uh, he did most of his work with a bunch of strikeouts. They also have this rookie, uh, this third pick in the draft, Takuma Kirishiki. And mm -hmm. I don't know how they're going to use him, but he looked pretty effective in the preseason for what that's worth. And I think they're going to give him a shot. But I think you're right in that uh, Sato is probably going to have a more consistent second year. I think whatever doesn't break you makes, makes you stronger. And he was broken in the second half of last season. So uh, to use a famous... Uh, who is that? Kanye West, was it? Jason Cosprey? Whoever, whatever doesn't break me makes me stronger. <laughs> you don't know. Thanks for helping no people idea. out here. <clears throat> but, the, the old expression was whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, but I'll go with the break you. Yeah. I think it's break. Yeah. I, I don't know. But um, Sing. Uh, I, I, I don't know the song. <laughs> I just know the lyric. Uh, uh, what, whatever, whatever sings you makes you stronger. Okay. Let's, let's, let's. <laughs> Enough strikeouts here, huh? <laughs> so uh, I do expect the rotation to hold up its end, and I do see that pitching staff as the probably going to be the best in in the, in the Central League this season. The really interesting thing I thought about the Tigers last season: a bunch of home runs, 128, uh, 21 home runs hit, but they allowed 115. And then they stole a bunch of bases. They stole 114. Second place was the Yakult Swallows with just 70. So they steal and they were able to hit home runs, but they threw the ball around, didn't catch the ball well. And I guess that's where your projections come in for what they were supposed to score and what they were supposed to do. But the thing is, no, that's not, that's no, not. No, it's it. what they actually scored and not actually allowed. Okay. So they probably didn't pr produce as many runs as you would think with the, but with the home runs that they hit. But 
Um, just like last week, I was saying, you know, what, what, what helps you win games is winning games. And I think they were able to, to, to battle through whatever issues they had. If they had guys on base, they were able to make plays when they needed to make them. If they needed to get guys in, they were able to make enough plays or get enough bat on the ball to do something to get the runs home, or even just put pressure on the defense and make them throw the ball around and get the runs home to win enough games. But of course they didn't win the pennant and that is the problem. And I don't know what's wrong with this team. If it's cursed, if, you know, I don't believe in curses. I always say the curses are excuses for poor front office decisions, poor field managerial decisions, poor performances on the field or poor play in big moments. And I think we can say that about all of those aspects of the Tigers from last season, about them not getting that pennant, including what they did with Jerry Sands. Like, you know, you didn't get a hit here. You didn't make this play. So you go to the farm, you know, (laughs) these kinds of things. Um, But there's no reason this team shouldn't finish the regular season on top of the CL this year. And I don't know. I, I, like I said, I don't believe in curses. Uh, if they don't finish on top, something's wrong and something's, somebody's got to go. We already know the manager's leaving, so maybe he'll be, the, he'll be the fall guy if they don't win. But I'm going to pick him to finish in first place. So take that, Pete. <laughs> Michael. Uh, I'm also with Pete. I have him finishing first place. But uh, the reasoning behind that is mainly Teru Akisato is really looking good this year. He looks like he's going to overcome whatever it was that just totally sidetracked him the second half of last season. Yes, it's preseason. Yes, he's not seeing what he's necessarily going to see during the season. And yes, the pitchers will probably adjust to him. But I think that he may have finally figured it out. And I think that he is going to help carry the team along with the rest of their really young players. Um, Jim Allen pointed out that, you know, youth often shows growth potential. And I think that that growth potential is really going to show this year for the Tigers. And besides that, it's the year of the Tiger. You have to predict the Tigers win. Ha ha. For the first time ever (laughs) in the year of a Tiger. Okay. All right, Jason. It's kind of weird because I'm usually the one picking the Tigers to win the pennants. <laughs> <laughs> and you jumped off of that boat. <laughs> I jumped off the boat. Um, I and I actually like I actually like the Tigers. Um, I think the key for them is probably gonna get try to find some more runs somewhere. I I like the pitching staff and I, I think that Yukinishi is a prime candidate to you know trend a little bit back upward from where he's been, but, um, Teru Akisato, he's changed his, uh, his batting stance and he's changed his angle of his bat to try to like induce more contact and maybe get the ball. I read somewhere that he was doing some things that the Houston Astros batters were, were doing, or he was, I guess, just looking for some answers. So you know, we'll see if he finds those and solves what was going on with him. They need Mel Rojas Jr. to do something, anything, because um, he came over with with high hopes based on what he did in Korea, and it, it didn't pan out last year. Um, but I like I like Takumi Nakano. I I thought he was a really exciting player. He has you know room to get better. Sato has room to get better. We'll see what Marte does. Yusuke Oyama needs to sort of you know go back to what he was two years ago to you know help them do a little bit more. Um, 
the rookie you mentioned, the uh, um, Kirishiki, the pitcher. I think he's he's supposed to he's slated to get one of the starts in the opening series. Him, him, and Fujinami. And now that Aoyagi came down with COVID today, we'll see if if Fujinami might be starting an opening day. You never know. Yeah, yeah. but um, <laughs> so they're going to f it up from the start, I guess. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I mean, I like the Tigers. I think they're, I I would pick the Tigers to finish second because I think there are a lot of positives to the team. I, I sort of think that last year was their year and that they're good enough to finish second this year. And I do think they blew an opportunity to win the pennant last year. But um, Suarez is a big hit. Um, I don't know who's going to replace him. If Iwasaki replaces him, then you got to replace Iwasaki. So you, st- you still got a big hole in that bullpen. But um, I think they'll overcome it and finish second. I. John, John, I have to ask, I don't want to misquote you. So what did you say? Whatever helps you win games is winning games. No, no, I just said, I said, what I said, I don't know what I said. (laughs) I said, you know what, you know, what helps you win games is winning games. Oh, okay. I, I, cause I was thinking about that the other day and I, it's sort of like an explanation of uh, that I'm tall because I'm 1.92 meters. No, I mean it's a it's basically a nothing phrase. It just means, you know, finding a way. Winners winning, um, coming through somehow. And that's you know, you can make all the excuses, you can have all the reasons, you can have all the uh stats and all that stuff. What nobody cares. What matters is the wins and loss record. And, right, right. And that's, but they, that's what's gonna get right, you right. that's gonna figure out where you are as well. What I'm saying is it has no predictive power. But you got you can't predict just based on numbers either. You have to figure out why these teams are losing and winning the games. There is a reason in there. It, you can look at the numbers that will help you figure it out. Sure. I don't think it's all there in the numbers. I think you have to watch the games. What I'm, I think yeah, if you but, watch the games and you watch the Tigers last year, they did do enough to win those games. It wasn't that they were just stumbling no, into no, lucky no, wins. No, 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 no. I mean, that wasn't wasn't what I was saying. I mean, they they were good and close. It's usually because teams are good and close uh, are have unusually good records in close games. Uh, but the point, the point being, these are things that are often not sustainable. If you look at teams that, that miss their projection by a lot, they tend not to be the winning teams. They tend to be the teams that lose next year. It's not, it's not a quality, you know, winning more than your projection is not a quality. It's, it's just something that happened. You know, you get credit for winning the games. I'm not saying you don't. You won the games by accident, or you don't deserve that, to win. But them. that I'm sounds like an accident when you say it's just something that happened. I, and, I, and I would say look into no. that deeper. I, I would say look into that deeper and say, okay, that's something that happened. Let's find out why. Not just say it's something. Well, of that course happened. it. Well, yeah, you know, the team gets the credits for the wins. That's what the the pennant race is for. You know, you win, you you get credit for it. I'm not saying they didn't deserve to win. I'm saying it's not a predictive, you know, somebody who does better than their projection. Isn't necessarily a good team and a team that doesn't yeah, do isn't well necessarily, isn't necessarily right. a bad team. I, I, I get that. Let's yeah, find that's out what I'm why. So Let's what was their, look at the game and find out why. What was their Pythagorean? Uh, six games over? Six games over, yeah. They were they were 25 and 14 in one-run games last year. Yeah. See, you look at SoftBank, which was, I think SoftBank's oh, win percentage was four something last year, and their Pythagorean yeah. was like 567, and they yeah, were 8-19 right. in one-run games. So, what, so the point is being that I'm not saying that they should have won the games, but I'm saying that their record is not indicative 
of future performance. It's a, it's a very weak indicator of per, of future performance. It's like it's equivalent. It's analogous to a pitcher's one loss record. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I say, again, with that, there's probably some way that you can look at the pitcher's one loss record and figure sure, out. It's not all, it's not all noise. Yeah, I mean, yeah. pitcher's one loss records aren't all noise, but there's a lot of noise. Yes, I know. Okay. okay. <laughs> now, okay. Now that I've had, I've, I've had my rant, let's go. <laughs> well, and I did look up the lyric and, and it is whatever, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. So you got it right, Jim. Oh, I mean, I never even, I don't even know who Kanye West is. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you say jason i i've lost in that whole thing okay all right next up the hiroshima carp that's me uh the expected rotation daichi osara masato morishita alan kuri uh hiroki tokota shogo tamamura maybe one of the new imports and perhaps maybe one of the young pitchers gets a, a few starts and they see what they have. In terms of the key additions, I would say Drew Anderson, a right-handed pitcher, and then left-handed pitcher Takumi Kurohara, and then left-handed pitcher Nick Turley, and another left-handed import, Ryan McBroom. Uh, roster hits, uh, you know, change out most of the import contingent, uh, but I think the biggest roster hit of all was the outfielder we have talked about going to Chicago Cubs, and that's going to live, leave a huge hole. Um, and there's no doubt about that, but I think the, you know, the production that all the import players had last year really collectively can be replaced uh, fairly easily. So uh, Suzuki definitely leaves the biggest hole in that, in that whole team. So uh, the outlook I have is I, I love what you said, Michael, years ago about one player's absence is another player's opportunity. And I, I, and I do like that theory and i'm sure someone or some ones <laughs> are going to try to step up and and fill the vacancy i just don't know that the uh, carp can readily compensate for uh, suzuki's absence this absence this team was barely relevant last year with his production and unless a few guys pop it really really can't make up for the home run power they're going to lose and um, the, you know, the team didn't particularly catch the ball all that well outside the middle infielders. And I suspect there might be some more visible slowdown of my man, Yosuke Kikuchi at second. So, uh, I still think they're the best middle infielding duo in, probably in Japan, but, uh, we might see some, some slowdown on his side. And even that is still pretty good if he takes a step back. So, but I, I just don't see the area where this team has improved. I think uh, the, uh, the import players, we don't know what's coming. We don't know what the young players are going to do. So on paper, it just looks like a last place team, but they do have some good pitching. And I think uh, there's a guy, a six pick, a six draft pick named Shota Suekane, and he's out of the corporate leagues and um, he's expected, he's expected to play. I don't know where, I think they had him slated for uh, left field and then uh, probably get a lot of Yuhei Matsuyama, one of my favorite hardworking players, but probably is going to end up with more playing time and at bats than he probably should. And I, I just I don't I don't see a lot of positives. Just the pitching staff with those uh, first two pitchers with uh, Osara and Morishita. After that, I I don't know what we're going to get. Alan Kuri has not been um, a shutdown pitcher in his career. He had a really strong effort. The whole season last year, I'm not sure he can keep that up. So I've got them 
finishing in fifth with the caveat these these three teams because it looks like we've had just about everybody only jim has the giants finishing in fourth but all the rest of us have these other three teams uh in, in our top three so um it's kind of stratified already and i just see these bottom three teams as a, a mishmash of, of teams that could basically change uniforms and we wouldn't be able to tell who's who because they're all the same but uh jim okay i have actually i like the carp quite a bit uh they've got you know with i think the big law the the big loss is the obvious one say a suzuki okay they're gonna lose their best player but the carp also had another thing they have in my eyes they have two uh, really huge pluses going for them. The biggest one is their this huge volume of young talent they've got. This is a team that was one the the carp about I think it was three and four years ago they were essentially stopped the soft bank from soft bank from owning the Western League, uh, the the you know one of the Japan's uh, farm leagues. They had all this talent on the farm and they just wiped out the league for a couple of years. Now all those guys are on the first team and they're just looking for playing time. Suzuki's absence is going to mean a more well-rounded team. I mean, obviously you just, you can't replace a guy, an amazing talent like that, but they had guys who were just coming out, you know, they had good guys coming out of the woodwork all over the place in the second half last season. It wasn't just Suzuki. I mean, at the beginning of the year, we saw the young bullpen. They have more young pitchers this year. The guy you mentioned, I think he's from Toyota. And Toyota has a uh, Toyota has a phenomenal program where they take uh, Toyota's analytics. Uh, Toyota's where uh, Sosuke Genda came from. Mm-hmm. Essentially, when you go to Toyota, they, they look for guys who want to play pro baseball who want to play an NPB and they basically teach them how to play an NPB. The analytics at Toyota are probably better than any team in NPB. It's just an incredible program they have. And uh, so who, who, what player were you talking about? Uh, their six round draft choice. I thought he was or, Osaka gas. Okay. Sweet, sweet oh, okay. Who, uh, I'm trying to remember. They have one of their top picks was from Toyota. I don't oh, remember okay. which uh, one it was. All right. I'll Might look at the picture. Okay. Anyway, it's the young talent. And the other thing is that second half performance is another indicator. And next to the Swallows, uh, the Carp had the best uh, second half record. The Giants were abysmal, which is one reason I knocked them down. I would have had the, t- actually, I would have, my, my prediction had the Carp second, but to be honest, I wouldn't let, uh, I wouldn't let uh, the manager, Shinji Sasoka, manage purchasing stamps at the convenience store. <laughs> so uh i have the carp third that draft pick the sixth round pick is from osaka gas the third okay. round picks from toyota oh that's the guy okay Nakamura. Kinto, Nakamura. Kinto. okay all right michael my whole thing with the carp is that when madu left the team it didn't seem that they really filled that hole as well as they would have liked and with say leaving the team I feel like, you know, yes, this is another opportunity for somebody to step in and fill those shoes. But having not really replaced Madu yet, are they really going to be able to place to replace Suzuki? So 
I put them in last place. Wow. Yeah. I, I you know, again, I, I just don't see a difference between or among these 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 teams that I have at the bottom. And you seem to have the same group uh, as I do. So, uh, Jason. I'm sort of in the, in agreement with, with Michael here. It's, um, I do like that they have um, Shogo Sakakura, who who's, he looked good last year, and they have, um, God, what is his name? Ryoma Nishikawa is another good player that they have, and Kaito Kozan is another good player that they have. But I think they just need more. Maybe Ryan McBroom is it, and if he is, then – they may look better than they did last year. I think I think even though the cart finished fourth, I, I sort of feel like they overachieved a little bit last year. Like I kind of think they should have been lower, but it's kind of like this, the force of Suzuki's will and our encourage just winning games somehow. All you know, and the and the Giants just like deciding that they wanted to go home early almost got the carp into the playoffs and it makes, makes it look better going into this season than it did. But I do think they have a lot of good young players. I'm just not sure they they just have the horses to keep up. And even if those you know, even if those guys produce at you know big levels, it's it's hard to have a team. I think where um, Ryosuke Kikuchi is one of your your top like home run hitting and art run driving in guys. So, um, but I do like the pitching. I like um, um, Oster as the the number one, but. That's going to be more Ishita soon enough. I think those two guys are really good. I think Curry's a solid pitcher. I don't think he's a necessarily great pitcher, but I think he's I think he's really good. But um, I have him in fifth because I don't have a lot of confidence in the carp this year. But um, we'll see. Yeah, I, I you know uh, I, I'm glad Jim that you you look at these young players. I just I don't trust young players. Uh, they're unproven. Uh, no way for them for us to know what they're going to do until they get up on the big team and do it but I can't project it even if they play well on the farm and do well and and blast away and have all this success I, I just think it's different and it's definitely different over the course of the season when you're playing more games each week uh, what did they play like three games two or three games a week on the farm so it's just different and um obviously Lots of opportunity out there in Hiroshima land to, to, to step up. So <laughs> lots of vacancies to fill. I, I think what Jason said was very apt about one of the things I do look, is there an MVP candidate on this team? And the guy, I think Shogo Sakakura is an excellent MVP candidate. This is a guy who's just tremendous. He's still growing. We've only seen, you know, we, you never know, you know, what John said about young players is true. Um, uh, I'm not quite as jaded about that. I don't I don't think just because you do really, really well on the farm team that you're gonna do well right away. I'm not jaded. I just well, you're 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 suspicious, <clears throat> you're cautious. No, I just call them unproven and and unproven. Okay, whatever, <clears throat> whatever word you want to use, it's okay with me. But what I'm saying is that when guys are really, really good on the farm, they are always really, really good on the first team once they get the chance to play. It doesn't okay. always happen. It doesn't always happen straight away. But anybody who's Akinori Iwamura, and Ichiro Suzuki, a Ken Suzuki, a, a, a bunch of these guys, when they give them a chance to play, they play, they produce. And Shogo Sakakura was a guy like that. So he hasn't, uh, 
we don't know how good he's going to be is where we are now. He, he could be an MVP candidate. So I did have that question, but I always have that question. I mean, that's always been a hang up with me in the Lotte Marines was, is there an MVP candidate on this team? I think the carp there is. So I, I had to ask myself that. Right. The soccer career is like the, like Takeshi Yamazaki syndrome. Then it's going to play well on the farm and then, not well, get chances and then get chances. And, well, there's a lot yeah, of he's guys getting his chances though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, he was he was a killer last year. Yeah, they just couldn't decide whether they wanted him to catch or play first base. <laughs> All right, next up, the Yokohama Bay Stars, Michael. All righty, um, the expected rotation is Kutsuki Azuma, who has already been announced as the opening day starter, uh, so long as he stays healthy. Next up, we probably have Jinji Onuki, uh, then Haruhiro Hamaguchi, Fernando Romero, um, he's in his second year, Kenta Ishida, and Taiga Kamichatani. There you go. Um, there are a couple of uh, rookies who were who were also um, candidates for replacement. Uh, members in the rotation, including Kenta Kozuno and Koki Kajiwara. Uh, both of these rookies are, I, I do expect to see them on the mound sometime this year, just maybe not necessarily from the start. Uh, key additions, uh, the two noted uh, rookies, Kozuno was the first round draft pick and Kajima was the sixth round pick for the Bay Stars. Uh, also, Brooks Krisky, who is maybe the closer that we need. Yamasaki is still kind of the first pick for the closer, as is Mishima. But these two have not really proven themselves capable of closing games over the past two seasons yeah um, they've they've kind of unproven themselves huh yes that exactly that's that's a very good phrase to use <laughs> as for roster hits i went through last year's roster and compared it to who they have this year and the only person that i took note of was kintaro taida who had any kind of appearance at all but he's not really that significant of a uh, of a starter. He he had his moments, but um, I really couldn't come up with any big roster hits. Only uh, Tomo Otozaki, who's gone to Mexico, right? Otozaki. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's about it. Okay. Uh, as for the outlook, as as John likes to say, the preseason isn't the regular season, and they're currently in second place in preseason games, but I'm not really holding out hope that that is any kind of foreshadowing for the regular season. Murak is still doing the running game. He still thinks that this is going to be a fast team on the bases. I can see a number of the players taking you know going from first to third on a hit to right field i really hope to see that happening more often but stop trying to steal second it's not happening <laughs> uh 
uh, Maki. Maki came out last year and was hitting close to 400 for most of the first half of the season. Uh, in spring training again this year, he's been hitting over 400 last I looked. Um, I don't know if he's dropped below that yet, but he's had so many multi-hit games. He did that consistently all year last year. Um, and my prediction is that Maki is going to be the team captain next year. With Sano out with an injury when they were closing out camp, it was Maki who did the uh, closing ceremony at uh, the camp this year. Uh, so I really do think that he's going to step up and do more with leading the team. I'm hoping that this is going to be a breakthrough season for Naoto Chino and Kento Mori. Mori is out uh, with a leg injury right now. He's got speed. He almost has field, fielding prowess at shortstop, but he's making errors. And during the preseason, Chino has shown spots of brilliance and just not quite fielding the ball well. Um, who? who? Naoto Chino. Okay. Uh, he was drafted, I think, four or five years ago. He's been on the farm for quite a while. He's had a couple of spots on the top roster last year, just um, mainly as a pinch hitter. But he has potential. Okay. And I think that uh, rounds it up for me. I'm having the Bay Stars finish an optimistic fourth place. Fourth place. All right, Jason. Um, I'm actually in agreement with um, Kato Mori. Is that his name? Mori? Mori, yeah. 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 I'm in a, I think he has the potential to be um, a pretty decent player. Um, for the Bay Stars, I I think that part of the what what happened to them they they fell flat on their faces at the start of the season. I'm not sure if they were quite as as bad as they looked. Maybe maybe they were. Yeah. But not um, having uh, Soto and um, Austin at the beginning of the season really threw them off. And when they returned, they played 500 ball for a, a, a good long time. Yes, I think yeah, exactly. I think I think the base stars have options um to score runs and they you know Tyler Austin's Tyler Austin's a really good player and, and Soto was not he's not quite this himself last year. Maybe he's gonna I feel like he can do bet more than he did last year. I um I really think that getting um Azuma Katsuki back. I think him, if he, if he performs, we, we, you don't know, he can go either way after you have surgery and you're gone for that long. Although he did pitch a little bit yeah, last he year. He threw three games last year. So, you know, it's anybody's guess how you return from having an operation, but I think he can be good. I think Romero's another guy. And if those two guys can come back and add on to Imanshoto Imanaga, and I don't think, I don't think Onuki is as good as he was two years ago, but I don't think he's as bad as he was last year. I think the the mean is somewhere in the is somewhere in the middle, and I think they could um, put together enough to finish fourth. Um, I, I like Maki. I think he's a he really showed a lot last year, and as long as he doesn't hit the the second year wall or anything, I think he could continue to do well. So um, 
Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm optimistic too, fourth place. <laughs> okay. Uh, I look at this team and Tyler Austin is awesome. Uh, Soto is very good. Shugomaki, I think he's going to have a chip on his shoulder after missing out on the Rookie of the Year honors last year because he had done so well over the entire season and just missed out at the end. Uh, so that's going to be uh, fuel, I think, for him. And that's probably why we've seen him take a leadership role, because he's like, hey, I'm strapping this thing on, baby. We're going we're going and I'm taking us there. And I, I like what they can do offensively, although we really haven't seen that really consistent scoring punch since I, I think we saw a, a hole or just we just saw that. Jose Lopez last year not being there made a difference somehow, some way. They just didn't have that same punch to me in that throughout the lineup. It wasn't as deep. It didn't, it couldn't scare you. Some guys would rise up and hit home runs, but for the most part, they were pretty much kind of blah, I think, at times. Um, I think having uh, Masaya Koyama back, uh, Koyama back uh, among the pitchers is going to help. Um, there's another pitcher, Ginji Miura. I think he might help. You know, they didn't really lose much last year, but from last year, as, as Michael was saying, uh, to the roster, they didn't really take any hits. But w- again, I look and see where did they get substantially better. And the only thing that's going to make them better is if their guys are not out of the lineup injured. And if Soto, if they can find a position for him uh, that they can leave him and let him play it consistently, and maybe with... Um, and, you know, Sano has to come back, but maybe while he's out left field is a good spot for Sota. I don't know. But they need to find a position for him where they, they can't have him playing a middle infield spot and then expect him to do everything else. So the defense kind of hit iffy. I'm still they don't steal bases, as Michael said. I, I, I always say I often say they need a weapon and a mask and the threat of bodily harm to steal bases or they're not getting any. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, it's just, you know, I don't know what the pitching staff is going to turn out to be, but I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into the season with expectations just based on what I've seen so far. Unless somebody steps up, they're going to have trouble again, stopping uh, opponents from scoring. And that might really not bode well if they don't score themselves. And they had a league worst team ERA last season. I don't see it getting better this season. Um, it's going to be a tough climb, but I do think they're going to give trouble. They're going to give opponents trouble now and again, and they're going to make the the team that finishes in third sweat it out because I think the teams that are on the bottom half are going to be close. So I don't have very high expectations, but I also have the finishing in fourth, just because, like I said, I don't think there's much difference uh, among all these, these these three teams that I have. That it looks like Jason, Michael, and I have at the bottom of the central league. So, uh, it's fourth optimism all around. <laughs> That's just because I don't, I, you know, I couldn't see anything with the, the carp that was going to do any, uh, any worse, but you know what? I've been flipping on these things all day. I've, I've been putting them fourth, fifth, sixth all day. These, these three bottom half teams that I have, I've been flipping them and I I'm just, you know, I decided um, wherever they land, it was like musical chairs. And when the music stopped in my head, I stopped messing with them so they ended up in fourth for me what about you jim are you hearing music or voices is what i want to know all of the above (laughs) it's been it's a crazy time (laughs) i want to make a couple of comments really some astute comments there you know it hadn't occurred to me about 
Daisuke Mira's love of stolen bases. I do know that when he was on the farm team, one of the reasons he was considered success to to inherit the job from Alex Ramirez was that the farm team, the Western League farm team led the, excuse me, the Eastern League farm team led that league in sacrifice hits and stolen bases. And the stolen bases, uh, the sacrifice hits didn't, uh, didn't uh, materialize, but he sure tried with the stolen bases. And I'll, I'll give you a little tidbit here. The, the base stars, uh, they were 53% base stealers. Now, how bad is that? It's pretty darn bad. Uh, <laughs> basically, since... It sure two- seemed a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, it probably did. <laughs> since 2000, four teams have stolen bases at uh, less than 55% clip. And three of them were the base stars. Mm-hmm. The 2004 Giants stole uh, at a uh, 53%. And the 2004 base stars, uh, they don't hold the record. 1994 Hunching Tigers were worse. Okay, so take that. But uh, <laughs> it's pretty much a base star. It used to be a Tigers thing. Now it's a base stars thing. Uh, you know, I like. I think the base stars offense was actually much better than people give it credit for. One of the things that held the base stars and and to some extent the swallows back was not being able to use their park during the hottest summer months. Mm. So they both play in good Olympics. home run parks. Yeah, but they were both the exile. So that led to a really weird year where compared to the league, Koshian was a hitter's park. So it was it was a very strange year. But in that respect, the, the base stars got a huge, technically, they got a, a huge bonus from not having those all those hot summer days at Yokohama Stadium, and they still were terrible. They're pitching. Typically, the base stars have good pitching and bad hitting, and the bad hitting looks good because of the park they play in. It's, it's boosted by the park effect. Uh, last year, it, the hitting was better than people thought it was, and the pitching was far worse. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, of course, everybody and their cousin was hurt, and the, and the other people were all getting notes from their moms. <laughs> I don't want to come. <laughs> Kentaro doesn't want to pitch today. He's, he's got a cough. Hashtag high. So, anyway, I have the Bay Stars fifth this year, and only because another team beat him in the ugly contest. And it looks <laughs> like we all selected that team. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, next up is the Dragons. That's me. And I know this is uh, what you guys have all been waiting for is to hear me <laughs> sing the praises of a team that doesn't look like it's going to be very good. But expected rotation Yuya Yanagi, Yudai Ono, Daiki Matsuba, Shinosuke Ogasawara, Yuichiro Okano, and maybe a bunch of young pitchers and a bunch of spot starts and um Yariel Rodriguez gets things figured out for a couple starts and the back end is kind of iffy and uh key additions outfielders Kenta Bright uh biracial uh player who's out of college so he's in his 20s he's I think he's 22 Kosuke Ukai another guy out of college I think and he's 20 something so a few other guys, but not nothing really impressive. It's hard to say well, who's impressive in the spring season when everybody's trying to get a job. So um, roster hits Katsuki Matayoshi, who was 
plucked by the SoftBank Hawks, and so he's in Fukuoka. I guess they picked up uh, Sho Iwasaki, but notice I didn't put him in the key additions because I don't think he's really going to do that much for that team. Uh, so Matayoshi really the only big hit because the other guys who aren't there really didn't contribute. So uh, the outlook for this team. So it's not a really about who they put out there and who can catch and and what they do and who can pitch because we know they're going to be able to pitch. Although I don't expect them that they, they had the, the best uh, and I, I keep saying the best, but they had the lowest ERA in the Central League last year. They had uh, the lowest among starters. Their relievers were second behind the Hanshin Tigers in terms of ERA. So they had really strong pitching, but they pitched at, at Nagoya Dome, so that helped them out a lot. Uh, and they also got to pitch at Koshien, which is also going to help you out a lot. But a lot of times when they went outdoors to pitch at Jingu in Yokohama, they got their brains beaten in. And sometimes at Tokyo Dome, they played a little bit better, but they just weren't able to compete all last season. They have this new manager. Uh, who knows what they're going to get out of him. I think it's going to be a growing year for him because he's going to have to learn how to manufacture these runs with a team that's not that not that fast. And we heard from Alonzo Powell a number of times last year. And actually, he told me, Alonzo did uh, a lot of times, look, you know, they don't they have a certain part of the lineup that can that can produce runs and the other the bottom half, really half of the lineup after they got to the number five hole. After that, uh, if they got any production, it was like a miracle had happened. The, the baby Jesus was born, reborn or something. So so um, I, I don't expect a lot there. And then they have these young players. Uh, we've seen Takaya Ishikawa. We've seen Akira Neo. And I heard something really interesting this past, well, this offseason about Neo. Because um, I was busy with Olympics and other things. But I did watch a lot of YouTube trying to get ready for the prediction shows. and. I heard a great quote from, of all people, Yohei Oshima, the center fielder, who's getting up there. So they're going to have to figure out how to replace his production pretty soon. But he said about Akira Neo, he said he's like the product of someone who goes out and buys top line foods to make dinner. But when they cook it, it, it's not all that good. And I thought that was interesting. They said this kid is stubborn. You know, he doesn't like to listen. And he he thinks of himself still as a power hitter because that's really what he was in high school. And he just hasn't grown. He hasn't grown as a hitter. And he, and not only that, like I said, he's stubborn. So uh, I know that they sent him to get to play with instructional coaches this this uh, off not this, this spring season. And, you know, I don't see Tatsunami really having a lot of patience with a player like that. Uh, some of the other players really need to grow, and I, I just don't see it. I, I think they're going to pitch, but nothing nearly like they did last year where they had outstanding pitching, especially the bullpen where they had three guys who could really close a game really quickly. And it, I think if the 12-inning situation for them is really going to expose some guys who have to come out to the mound who probably aren't ready to pitch at this level. So nothing good to say about these guys. I, I just think that again, because the other three teams that I have in the bottom half of the central league are pretty much at their level. I think they can compete against those teams, but I don't see them really competing well against the top three teams. And I haven't finishing last Jason. I think that the, the crime of the dragons is that they won't be good enough to let us see right now. Martinez pitch a whole lot. Cause he's very entertaining as a closer. I really like to see him, but it's not going to be many. There may not be many save situations. Um, for the Dragons, I mean, it's when Tatsunami, he comes in and, you know, he's 
he um no facial hair and all this stuff and i just think you know tatsunami big boss needs to see how that worked <laughs> out for haruki ihara and sebu because it didn't really and why why just not so much for the the rule itself just why give the players another thing to worry about why give the players another stupid thing to have to ask answer questions about maybe or have to did I shave today or is he, is he it, or am I going to be against the rules? Is this, this too, is my hair too dark? Is my hair too light? Just why just give them another, even though it's small and insignificant, it's stupid. And why put another thing on their plate when they have, when they already have enough to do to try to improve. And um, I think this year, I don't really have high hopes for them, obviously, because I'm picking them last, but I, I hope that, you know, Kenta Bright, he, he had some home runs in college and I sort of, you know, you have to hope that he they can kind of get him on the road to development. Uh, if he if he even plays on the top team at all this year, but get him on the road to development, get some other guys on the road. Um, I just I don't really see it offensively for this team. I think they I think they could pitch they could pitch well, and, but they usually pitch well and they usually finish in the bottom half of the league most of the time because they can't score any runs. So. Um, you know, I don't know where the runs are going to come from, so I'm going to have to pick them last. Yeah, I heard one of the old Stogie guys, old Fogie guys, talking about Bright, and he said this guy has no clue how to get his timing down. So don't expect anything until he he changes that. So yeah, <laughs> Ukai, you know, we saw that he can mm-hmm. hit some high fastballs, uh, especially if they're down the middle, but he has his problems with off-speed pitches and finding them. Well, that's what uh, the with farm the is for. I mean, oh, yeah. that, I, I hope they don't expect to win anything this year. Oh, so yeah. wins, just win a game. Develop, develop those guys. Playoffs. You have the farm. <laughs> develop those guys. Give them some time late in the season. Once you're already, uh, well, they'll be out of it. It won't be probably, late in the but, season, but people <laughs> made. You know, but you know, let them see some Ichigun <laughs> pitching, and but you know, develop them because you're not going anywhere this year. But build for the future. So you drafted them on talent, not weight you know, they probably not what they can do on opening day. So try to mold that talent. I think that that's a successful season for Chinichi in my eyes, unless they surprise us and, you know, win it or something. No way. All right, Michael. Well, gee, you kind of uh, depressed me on the players that I kind of liked. I, I've been kind of cheering for Neo to, to bloom into something more. And Bright has also looked like a, a shining spot for the dragons this uh spring are are <laughs> so uh now now i'm not so sure i've uh i've picked the dragons to finish in 5th mainly because i thought that they had more young talent in development the past couple of years than the carp have had and with the new manager they will probably get a little bit of a bump but now, now you're both making me depressed that that Tatsunami isn't isn't going to be that new. He's going to try to be old style. Why'd you do this to me? It wasn't. We didn't do it, man. They did it to themselves. Look, I don't want to say these things about my team. 
I don't want to say these things about my team, but they're true. And Aren't they thinking about putting Martinez in left field? Isn't that how desperate they are to try to find runs? Yeah, yeah. I thought well, he made it a good be catcher. What, what's going on with that, too? Well, because the catcher's the second best hitter, so he can't. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and he can true, throw true. out runners. He can throw out runners. So, yeah, you, you got to get him in the lineup. Um, yeah, no, they don't. Yeah, he, he'd be fine in left field. I'd put him out there, too, if he could get me a run a week. <laughs> Although I forgot to mention um Diane Viciedo, nice player. Good good for him. He's stuck with all that on the rest of that team. He can be the shining star, I guess. Yeah, he's streaky though. That's his problem. He, 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 I think the word you're looking for is martyr. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Uh uh Jim, go ahead. Well, uh, we're going to have a martyr. I think we're going to need a stake to burn some people at. Spartacus! (laughs) Okay. Another one? He was was, uh, crucified at the end of that movie. Hmm. Didn't see that movie. You didn't see Spartacus? I did see Spartacus. I see Spartacus. Okay. Now, the the dragons have, okay, in my, in my, my predictive uh, issues. One is their late performance last year was it made their first half of performance look bad. Actually it made their first half performance look good. I should say uh, they have, when it comes to, to young, you know, the possibility of getting better because of the production from their young lineup. I'm not just meaning having young players, but I'm talking about young players who produce. Uh, the Dragons were easily, in terms of the age of the runs produced, the oldest team in Japan. So there's something that's going the wrong way. And that's uh, marginally predictive. So we have a, a team that's really bad with a lot of negative things going on them. And my system would have predicted to finish eighth. Hashtag <laughs> I wish I wish I was joking, but everybody else finished. Everybody did else you, finished one to four. Did you tell your system that there's that it can't count the farm did, teams of no, other of other teams? No, or did no, it, there was no there was no there was no strict league structure. I just have like pluses and minuses. And so you, it obviously put them behind the 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 farm team of two other clubs no, no it doesn't there's no no i just i just bump them up to six bump no, them up. No. it doesn't mean that there are actually uh seven teams better than them it just means that there's a bigger gap between them and the fifth place team it just okay. means if you have to bump them up to six it means you had to reach down into the sewer to get them up to the gutter no it's not how, yeah, you see, you're imagining how a system the system works it's not that complicated okay. anyway the yeah i there are things i like about Tatsunami, how, of course, uh, I remember him when he was a batting coach with the 2013 uh, Japan WBC team, and I was really impressed with how well he communicates. Um, His knowledge is exceptional. But again, with the Dragons, there's this sort of, not I don't know what, split personality. What's the team's uh, slogan this year? For the victor, all for the victory. And that because we have to win games for the fans. And I think, darn, there's going to be a lot of disappointed fans if they buy into that. Because the team has refused to spend. The, the team has refused to invest in its minor league. 
And this is kind of the result that we're seeing is it is a basically cost cutting, cost cutting, cost cutting, but let's win. There oh. really isn't any hope uh, for the dragons to do any better. The other thing I would say is that uh, the former uh, manager at Tsuyoshi Yoda was brought in to do a job, which was to improve the pitching. And he did a really good job of it. I mean, the, the base, the dragons pitching is good. Uh, the dragons pitching t- historically has not been good. It's looked better because of uh, Nagoya dome, but it, it is good. Now it is it's not the best in the league. It wasn't the best in the league, but it was close to the best in the league last year. But you scolded uh, me every time I used that phrasing. That's why I corrected myself. Okay. Well, I'm saying I have. I'm. I'm saying according to my analysis, it was the best in the league. Relative oh, so I was. I was barred from saying it last year until you did your analysis in the off season. No, I hate no, you. No, no. <laughs> no, I didn't have anything to say. I didn't have anything to base it on. But if you said they had the best ERA, I'm. I'm. That's perfectly fine, uh, but I thought they were uh, all when all the dust is cleared and I finally did the analysis. Their pitching was pretty good. Their offense was historically was okay. It wasn't historically bad, but it was close to being historically bad. I don't really see any efforts. They have some guys. They have some really talented kids. You know, the comments about Akira Neo are pretty enlightening because the other guy I've liked, Takaya Ishikawa, is I love his I loved his swing since high school, but he just it's like two steps two steps forward and two steps back with him. It's yeah. like who's are they, are they leaving the teaching the minor leaguers up to whoever happens to be passing by or something? I don't know because these guys just are not progressing. So I don't have really any hopes for the dragons. They, they built the big pitching staff and now they're left, you know, they handed Tatsunami an an empty bag and said, go make lunch. Good luck with that, bro. Yep, exactly. It's it's not looking good. Yeah. That should have been their slogan. (laughs) Good luck with that. (laughs) Well, um, so we're basically all in agreement. I think Jim having the giants finishing fourth is the only, our top threes are just basically the same. And I okay. think have, they have in the, the Giants. Car, I have the carp and the, the carp in the top three and the Giants in the bottom three. Okay. Yeah. And then all the, the rest of us have every the teams, the same three teams in the top as we do in the bottom, just a different order, but pretty much straight on. So I, I you know, I always like to look at surprises and I always think about upsets and all that stuff. I just really can't see it at this time. But of, of course, we don't know what all these rookies are going to do and all the imports are going to do. So Hopefully things change and we get a really exciting season. But thank you again, guys. Thank you, Michael, for staying up late with us. And, and, and you as well, Jason, thank you very much. And Jim, of course, your fine work doing the research and getting ready for the shows and making these predictions. I don't like doing prediction as much as as, as the next guy, but I think it's fun. And it's a different way to watch the, the season as you go along after you make your picks and you start rooting for them like I do. I don't know how you guys, I'm sure Jim makes his picks for the show and then he forgets them. <laughs> I know I won't remember. Uh, two two days from now, I'll have forgotten. <laughs> but I did, so- I, I did put a lot of work into them this year, though. Though <laughs> this year, oh, stop giving away company secrets. <laughs> but thanks again, Michael. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, and Jason, thank you. 
I jumped off the Tigers bandwagon this year. So congratulations to them for winning the Japan series. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe after they give Anna, Yano the doage, they'll give you one. <laughs> All right. We have some questions and comments. So we'll, we'll have a, a show full of that. And the next time we talk to you, the season will have started and we can talk about games. I'm not sure about our, our, sec, uh, our schedule for interviews, but we will do our best to get them as, as, as often and as, as best we can. Uh, anyone who has a question, hit us up on Twitter at JBW Podcast with the hashtag High Heat. Send questions via email to yakyujohn at gmail.com. MP3s, people, MP3s, you want to hear your voices. Uh, also hit us up on the Facebook page and leave us a comment there. Questions, comments, criticisms, they're all welcome. Look for us on Google Play, iTunes and other places where you find podcasts. We will talk to you next week. Enjoy your baseball. See you at the ballparks. Follow the hosts on Twitter at JBW Podcast and at JBallAllen. And feel free to submit your questions by email or tweet with hashtag HighHeat. Thank you for listening to Japan Baseball Weekly.